You're listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. You're listening to episode three of the Paradigm Shift Podcast. My name is Alex Sanfilippo, and joining me today is actually one of my really good friends, Josh Kimball. Josh, thanks for joining us, man. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Alex. Great to be here with you. Um, I'm excited to say I'm a married man of a whopping 13 months as of yesterday. And uh, we have a baby boy bun in the oven uh, for 18 weeks. So that's the big news around the Kimball house. Uh, Currently, I work in medical sales, but I've spent a lot of my years after college and hopefully to continue to use soccer to tell people about Jesus. That's awesome, man. You barely even mentioned soccer there. So quick story about Josh here. When I first met him, he mentioned he liked to play soccer. And I didn't realize this until I actually got out on the field with him that he's actually a professional soccer player, like a legitimate professional soccer player. So can't let you that off that easy with just saying you, you enjoy soccer and all that. What, give us some of your background with that. I know you've used it for ministry and everything like that. Yeah, it's it's been a privilege to grow up and have the opportunity to play and play in college and, and play for some professional teams. Um, but really what God gave me a passion for was seeing how you can leverage uh, being a professional athlete as um, a way to get entry to um, ministry opportunities. Uh, there's a couple different organizations that will use um, professional soccer players that can uh, go on missions trips and be able to work with the local church to train up coaches and help them better reach their community through the game. That's so cool, man. I love that. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, man, so recently uh, you and I were at a, at a small group together and we were just having lunch with a few other guys. I remember we were both kind of talking about some of our earlier years with walking with Christ, and we kind of felt like we hit seasons when the relationship was just stagnant with God. And I, I kind of thought about it then, and I was like, man, you know what, this would make a great podcast because it's really relevant. I, I hear a lot of people say that they feel like that's where the relationship with God is, just a place where it's not growing anymore. They don't necessarily feel the, the presence of God like they used to and things like that. So I kind of wanted to talk through a bit of that. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about a season that, that you went through uh, where you just kind of felt like your relationship with God was stagnant? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with what um, you're mentioning, Alex. Uh, it kind of, the first thing that jumps into my mind is in my teenage years, uh, before I really realized my desire to love God, my connections with Him were much more transactional based on getting more information and being more obedient. I think information and obedience are essential, but devoid of love for God, they are empty. Mm Kind of like a house with no people in it or a highway with no cars. Uh, I guess the way I think about it is if love isn't what's moving us in relationship with God, it's all religious constructs and Mm, we'll never find Jesus there. A story is when I was 19, going into my second year of college, I got hit by a big SUV, an Escalade, on my bicycle. I had cried out to God in, in anger the night before, asking Him to show me what He wanted from me, because I, I felt like He just desired more from me in relationship with Him, and I didn't really understand what He was after. Uh, it was a miracle I survived the accident. I remember as I was lying on the pavement and starting to come to consciousness, I saw the word agape um, appear, and I, I knew that meant unconditional love. and. In that moment, I heard Jesus say, Josh, I didn't die for you to try and be good. I died for your love. Wow. Love me. And that really registered with me in a deeper way of all the things that I could ever do for God or be 
before God that he just wanted me to figure out how to love him um, and be loved by him. And I guess in the busyness of life, I have to constantly return to that place of stirring my love for my Savior and keeping in focus what Jesus is all about. Um, I think that starts a lot with stripping religion and asking Jesus personally just to see the real him. Wow, man, that's, that's a really like, that's an intense story. Um, I, I, you mentioned a couple of things in there that I actually really relate with. You mentioned information and obedience. Uh, I'm like a, I'm like a textbook type A personality. So information and obedience are two things that just are, I'm kind of wired with. I know that when my relationship with God wasn't as strong as it is today and it felt stagnant at times, it's because I was weighing in on those same things that, that you feel like you were. And you also mentioned stripping away religion and asking Jesus to see more of, of like, to see more of the real Jesus. And I think that's a, just such an important thing to, to ask and to come to that realization that that's important to talk about. Um, so during this time, though, like when you did feel like it was more stagnant with, with God um, and you were just kind of having a harder time with it, it was more like a task or a habit, well, what did you notice in your personality? Like what was your daily life like? Yeah, I think my um, prone predispositions are to become busy. Um, and when I become yeah. busy and consumed and um, just overbooking myself, that turns me to an inward or self-focused mentality. Uh, I wish when I focused inwards, it just made me tune more into Jesus. But I, I really find that when I become overwhelmed and, and look inwards, it's just how to cross off or, or check off a, a list of all these things that I feel like I need to get through. And um, it, it leaves me focused more on my thoughts and desires and my wants and my plans to figure out how to accomplish those um, than allowing me to see Jesus in the ins and outs of uh, every little part of, of my day. And when I miss him, I really miss the the significance of it all. Wow. For for me, uh, it's something actually really simple. It's just I don't love as much. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is it's the place I see it the most is the, my job. It's because that's where most of us are the most stressed, right? Right. You go to work and that's where all the stress hits. So that's where it becomes, even when you're walking with God well, that's where you have to really remind yourself oftentimes. But when my relationship with God was just not growing or not really going anywhere, I saw it there. Because I wasn't necessarily loving God the right way, and I wasn't receiving His love the right way because I was so focused on religion or in my works that I realized that I wasn't loving people the right way, and it really showed up my job a lot. I'd get irritated with people much easier than than I should, and uh, I just noticed that that that's when I knew that my relationship with God was was not right. That's when I realized, okay, I need to make a change. So, and, and I really appreciate what you're sharing as well. I think that that's really relevant. Um, so let's kind of move on in, in this conversation. Let's, let's actually talk about some ways that we can keep our relationship with God fresh. Uh, what do you have for us, Josh? Well, honestly, that's a great question, Alex. And it's one I've been thinking about recently um, in light of what you just said. Sometimes I, I get really transactional with, with God um, because that's how you have to act in a business world. And it makes me miss out on Him and on relationship with people. So I guess a question I'd like to ask all of us is, do you enjoy the personality of Jesus? Hmm. And, I, and I hope that sinks in what I'm asking. I, I think that we have to engage with Jesus personally and in community with others. Um, that's where we find his personality and can actually connect with him. When we lose that, he starts to feel distant and it's hard to even know how to have a relationship with him. In regards to personally connecting to him, I'll share this. I, I used to only really know how to read my Bible like a history book. 
mm-hmm. just retaining the stories and characters and events. Uh, the, the Bible, I really believe, is written for us to know God, though, to uncover his personality. Uh, he wants this, I think, so bad to the extent that he sent Jesus so we can see what he's like. If we read the Bible desiring to personally connect with the author, we find ourselves drawn into a relationship, engaging with his power, wrestling with his decisions at times, laughing sometimes at humor that's in the Bible, smiling at the beauty of some of the stories and and how he wove himself in them. I think we miss all that. If we read the Bible and only gain information, we'll have facts without a friendship. It's kind of like reading a biography or a social media profile and never actually connecting with the person. Jesus is not a dead historical figure or a distant religious icon that we just have to remotely connect with. He's, he's so very alive and very close and very much yours to connect with, be loved by, and for you to love. And then I would say, as far as connecting with him, his personality and community, we, we need to get out sometimes and get serving and, and plug into the lives of those around us and get uncomfortable. Um, I think there's definitely a time for solidarity. But God intended life to be lived in community. Um, to the extent of calling us to love our neighbors is one of the greatest commandments, which means we have to get out and build relationships with people and see the beauty of how God works in those relationships um, to really be able to see a part of who God is. That's good, man. You, you have two really cool points there. Like The, the way of looking at the Bible is, is not just a, a documentary or history book or anything like that, but actually looking at it is, is a personality. And then also community. That's so important. I mean, you and I being part of a small group together, I know how much that's helped me. That's what even brought this podcast into happening. So right. I, I know that it's, it's helped me so much to understand like what it means to be in community with Christ and see more of his personality in that. Yeah. Something you mentioned early on there is you mentioned the personality of Jesus. Do you enjoy the personality of Jesus? And it kind of reminded me of something I actually recently listened to by Francis Chan. Uh, he said that he was talking with, with somebody that, that he knew and asking how they how they kept their relationship with God so relevant and so like so important in their lives all the time. The person was just so happy being around the, being around Jesus and just being in, in His presence. And the person said to Francis Chan, they, they said that I ask God for something new every time I see Him. I ask God for a new experience. And I think that's so cool to, to think about. God is so big that He can never run out of new things to show us. And so I started applying that in in my walk as well. I started asking. God for new experiences with him. I, I, I never say anymore. I never say, God, give me what I had last week with you. Give me what I had last year with you. I want to be back to where I was. I don't say that. I say, God, show me something brand new. So I think when you mentioned enjoying the personality of Jesus, that's what I thought of because the personality of Jesus is something we can never fully understand. And that's really the beauty of it. It can always be something that's fresh. So I, I love that. I think that's just really important. So and I think we just got to remember that that our relationship with God is a relationship. It's got to be handled as a relationship like you would on this earth as well. You got to always put something into it. It's a two-way communication, that's right. which that's a whole that's a podcast for another time, <laughs> but uh it's so true. It's a it's a two-way street. So, to kind of keep this thing un, un, under the right amount of time here, uh Josh, do you have any final thoughts or anything that you'd like to share with us? Uh yeah, I will mention something, Alex. Um as I've been wrestling with this, Myself, there has been a book that I feel like has been really helpful called The Beautiful Outlaw um, by John Eldridge. And I think he just does a great job at drawing out, whether it's a scripture story you've read a million times, um, 
or or just your own thought process of what Jesus looks like or sounds like or um, what it would be like to have a conversation with him uh, like the disciples did side by side. I think he helps the character of Jesus come to life to you. And, and as you connect with more of the attributes or features of his personality, I think it's easier to feel yourself having a relationship with him and engaging. Um, one of the quotes that I really liked in the book says, says this. It says, To love Jesus is to settle the first question of human existence, of your existence. Everything else flows from there. Loving Jesus will not be a problem when you know him as he truly is. So that is the place where to begin or to return after long wandering. And I would say that is the disposition I want to and need to renew myself in daily. Um, We can make a relationship with God so complicated. Uh, Jesus made it simple. He just tells us to love him, I think to abide there in that place, Mm -hmm. and from there to love others. We can only love Jesus if we know him, and only then does loving others really introduce them to who Jesus is. That's good. I'd just like to encourage um, anybody that's listening to this just to have a a time when you can turn off the noise of life and just ask a simple prayer. Um, you You could pray this. Just, Jesus, show me who you really are. Show me the real you. I want to see the true you. I ask for you. Spirit of God, free me in every way to know Jesus as he really is. Open my eyes to see him. Deliver me from everything false about Jesus and bring me what is true. And I hope that that simple prayer just starts to open up revelation for you where you can enjoy your relationship with Jesus um, more just as you go throughout the events of every day. So good. Josh, thank you for being with us today, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, For anyone who's listening again today, I just want to say thank you for being part of this. And I hope that today this podcast really helps you just in your relationship with God and continue to grow in it. And um, I, I really hope that you just find some ways to keep it fresh with him like you never have before. For show notes and discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com. Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.